Hello, welcome to the Burkworthy Reviews podcast. Uh, my name is Jonathan Burkhead, and today I'll be doing my first episode of Burkworthy Requests, in which I will rank an album of a listener's choosing. Uh, today, my friend Darren Russ from Estero, Florida, requested that I do Pearl Jam's 10. Well, request granted. You know, I never really actually thought about this, but uh, this album happens to be my favorite my favorite album that can be labeled as grunge. Uh, Nirvana's In Utero, Soundgarden's Super Known, and Alice in Chains' uh, Dirt don't hold that title. This one does. And the reason it does is because I love Eddie Vedder's uh, growling vocals and Mike McCready's like epic guitar playing. I mean, they really make the album great. And I also um, always found that Eddie, v- Eddie Vedder uh, his voice was very sincere uh, when he was singing all this intense subject matter. You know, it really didn't come across as 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 preachy or pretentious, and I really love that. And uh, nonetheless, I do feel that this album uh, did set the bar very high for the band, uh, at least in my opinion. You know, my in my personal preference. So you know, ten is really the only Pearl Jam album that I really love. So I never really never really liked you know the ones that preceded it. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, let's begin ranking this album. So let's get to uh, number eleven. Number eleven. All right, number eleven. I chose Deep, um, the weakest track on this album. I just kind of find a little obnoxious. I don't really, I can't really decipher Eddie Vedder's lyrics that well, and the music is a little distorted. And uh, the only thing that kind of redeems it is Mike McCready's impressive guitar playing. So you know, Mike McCready definitely saved this song. Uh, so uh, let's move on to uh, number ten. Number ten. Uh, number 10, I chose Why Go. Um, this one definitely has a lot of emphasis on the percussion, and it kind of comes across as like fairly metal. And um, I do feel that, once again, Eddie Vedder's vocals are kind of what makes this track a little weak. Um, I just don't... I just think that kind of overall, they just don't really, they don't really suit the song well. And uh, so that's why I chose uh, this one at number 10. So let's move on to number nine. Number nine. Uh, number nine, I chose release. And once again, I, I feel bad that the culprit of these weaker tracks is the result of Eddie Vedder's vocals. I mean, I really do love his voice, but for some reason, you know, on the weaker tracks, they just don't, it just doesn't, they just don't do anything for me. And um, they're, just extremely low on this track. You know, it's almost, you know, to the point where it's like crash test dummies low. And, um, but uh, nonetheless, you know, I do kind of like the ambient guitars on this one. And uh, this song actually, you know, is nine minutes long, but the thing is, a, a little over five minutes into the song, there's a hidden, there's a hidden track called Master Slave. And um, it's, the thing is, it this I didn't rank this song separately like I did Alanis Morissette's Your House because this one just kind of sounds like a jam session and it really doesn't stand on its own. So that's why I didn't include it as its own track. I just decided to include it when I when I when I'm discussing a release as I am doing right now. All right, let's move on to number eight. Number eight. Uh, number eight, I chose Oceans. I mean, you know, the, the title for this one's definitely appropriate because it does sound kind of oceanic, but, uh, uh, and, uh, it's kind of an, the inspiration behind the song is kind of cool. Uh, he, he was inspired by a girl named Beth and he was also inspired by surfing. So that's why he wrote this song. And, um, although I kind of found that, found that to be interesting, I mean, I wasn't really impressed with the overall composition. It was a little over underwhelming, uh, but nonetheless, it's, you know, it's an okay track. All right, let's move on to number seven. Number seven. Uh, number seven I chose once. And um, the beginning of this song, it can be a little gimmicky, 
because it's, it sounds like it's going to be a toned down track, but then it just explodes with heavy guitars and Eddie Vedder's growling voice. And, uh, also, uh, I, 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 the thing that's the, the highlights of this song definitely are Mike McCready's guitar playing and Dave Crewson's, uh, drums. I mean, the thing is, those are the two things that really sell this song. And, uh, it's definitely a frightening song too, because it's about a victim of insects going on a killing spree. And, uh, this was actually, um, one of the songs in a mini opera created by Eddie Vedder, but I will discuss that in a later track. So, you know, but, but for now, I'd actually like to take a little bit of a break and then we'll be right back with the top six. All right, welcome back. Uh, let's get over to uh, number six on Pearl Jam's 10. Number six. Uh, number six, uh, it belongs to Garden, and um, the thing is, the guitars are a little different on, the, on, on this track because they sound a little jangly, and I kind of thought that was kind of awesome. Sometimes jangly guitars can be good, sometimes it can be bad, but they're effective on this song. And I also think that, you know, the uh, ambience, kind of like the whole ambient kind of feel of it, is actually kind of nice as well. And although I don't really find this to be a heavily distinctive track, I do find it, you know, relatively good and relatively inoffensive. So, you know, there's really just no going wrong with this song. Uh, so let's move on to number five. Number five. And uh, this one actually uh, has the distinction of being a complete Eddie Vedder creation. He created both the music and the lyrics. No other uh, track on this album has that distinction. And um, I do find it to be one of the most up-tempo, song, up-tempo songs on the album. Um, I really feel that, you know, Eddie Vedder's vocals, they're, they're, sing, they're, they're, they're sung very quickly, uh, but, it, but that really doesn't compromise um, them from compromises vocals from being compelling. So I, I do, do love that. And, um, he also composed some really great guitar riffs. So you know what? Hey, a plus plus Eddie, a plus plus, uh, let's move on to number four, number four, uh, number four, I chose Alive, and uh, referring back to uh, Once, which I chose as my number seven song, this was the first song in Eddie Vedder's mini-opera that he called Mamison, and um, this song is, you know, really fucked up. I mean, it, it details um, a young man who finds out that his father is actually a stepfather, and then he later uh, becomes involved in this, an incestuous relationship with his mother, so it's just, you know, it's really screwed up, and then, of course, it makes him go crazy, as you would, as you would uh, hear on, uh, on Once. And, um, you know, aside from that, uh, Mike McCready's guitar solo is definitely one of the best on, on this. It's extremely epic. And I, and I just think that, you know, that's really the highlight of the song. All right, let's move on to number three. Number three. Uh, number three, I chose Jeremy. And um, just this song just has darkness and tragedy just written all over it. I mean, it's just an, it's an infamous song, and it was infamous because uh, it's about a young uh, bully boy who shoots himself in front of his classmates. And, you know, as a tormented and bullied child uh, myself, you know, I, I totally understand this kid's pain, and it's definitely, an emotion, it's definitely an emotional listen every time I hear it, and so I do find it very personal. And um, the thing is... Eddie Vedder's vocals on these, they're just intensely roaring and powerful, like, you know, and it's kind of appropriate because he definitely unleashed the lion with his vocals on this track. That's that's without a doubt. All right, well, let's move on to number two. Number two. 
Uh, number two, I chose Evenflow, and uh, this almost made number one. I mean, it definitely is the most accessible song on the album, and I can listen to it any day, uh, regardless of my mood. And um, it's uh, about a homeless man uh, and his increasing mental illness. And although that's a that's serious subject matter, you know, the fact that the song is catchy, it doesn't really take away from the seriousness of it. It's a really intense song, and just you know, it's and it, it is it's full of hooks, and it's it's just you know really intensely great song and you know although um although it is serious i can't lie that i do enjoy adam sandler's opera man when he used to mock this so freezing rest his head on a pillow made of concrete okay i can't i can't deny that so yeah all right so uh that was a close call for number one but what actually was number one let's find out number one uh number one i chose black and um, I love this song because it's definitely the most stripped down song on the album. And I love how kind of it progresses in sort of a swaying fashion. You know, it's just, it's, it's very, it's very mellow. It's very chill. And um, I also feel that Eddie Vedder's vocals on this are the most disciplined, uh, but they're still very intense, but, you know, definitely they're very restrained on this one. And um, I also love, you know, just how real the song is. I mean, it's extremely relatable. I mean, it's about learning to let things go that you love because nothing lasts forever. Forever. So, you know, how can you really get more real than this? And, you know, with, with all that said, I just, I really do find it to be a perfect song and it's always going to be my favorite Pearl Jam song. So uh, anyway, uh, Darren, I, if I fuck this up in any way, please let me know. But thank you so much for recommending this. You know, 10 is a very compelling album. You know, Eddie Vedder's vocals. Uh, he, he really knows how to sing his convictions with honesty and depth. And I also think that Mike McCready is a bonafide badass guitarist. So it never hurts, you know, reviewing a 90s classic like this. So, you know, if you, uh, if anyone else wants to uh, make a request for me to uh, rank an album, I would be more than happy to. Uh, definitely you can uh, follow me on Burkworthy underscore reviews on Instagram. And you can shoot me a message that way. And I'd be more than happy to take your request. Uh, and I hope that, you know, you look forward to some future episodes of my podcast. My name is Jonathan Burkhead, and this has been the Burkworthy Reviews podcast. You have a great day.